So let's read Romans 3, verse 21 to 31. And the subject I want to touch on this morning because we've been going through the kingdom and we can spend a lot of time there, but there's something that perhaps is often misunderstood about the modus operandi of the kingdom. And that begins at a certain point for us to live out the fullness of it. And this is where it begins, the righteousness of God. So I want to spend, it's a massive subject, I understand that, but I want to try and unpack the righteousness of God for us this morning by the Holy Ghost. But now, Romans 3 verse 21, but now the righteousness of God apart from the law is revealed, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. Look at your neighbor and say, he's feeding us Brussels sprouts. Verse 22, even the righteousness of God, you better listen because you have to listen. You know, it's easy sometimes to talk about the easy subjects. This is a subject which is very easy, yet so profound in how we approach the things of God. Amen? Even the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ to all and on all who believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But then the Bible says in verse 24, being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Your salvation is not a right, it's a gift. Value it as such. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Verse 24, being justified freely by His grace, not something we can earn, through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. All roads do not lead to eternal life. Get that doctrine out of your head. Here it is. Being justified freely by His grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God set forth as a propitiation by His blood through faith to demonstrate His righteousness. I want you to see this morning, God demonstrates His righteousness through His people. Because in His forbearance, God had passed over the sins that were previously committed. 
to demonstrate at the present time his righteousness that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Let me read that verse again. To demonstrate, demonstrate we can see something. To demonstrate at the present time His righteousness in the world. There's anything but the righteousness of God in many people's lives. That He might be just, because He is just, and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. It doesn't matter what people think about you. He is your justifier. Now you may and I may make mistakes and they can call us a hypocrite because the enemy wants to break down people. Now they are genuine hypocrites, but I want you to see this one and they call themselves a Christian. The Bible says that the just God justifies us, not man. If you seek to please man, you will go nuts. We will come for you with a straight white jacket in time because it is mentally, physically, and spiritually impossible to please man all the time. But you are not to please man. You are to love man in spite of their behavior towards you. But you are to love God and please God by faith in Jesus Christ that His righteousness may be manifest in your life. And we'll unpack this a little bit. Where is boasting then? It is excluded by what law of works? No, but by the law of faith. Therefore, we conclude that a man is justified by faith apart from the deeds of the law. Verse 29, or is he the God of the Jews only? Is he not also the God of the Gentiles? Yes, of the Gentiles also. Just making sure you know you belong in the kingdom of God. Since there is one God who will justify the circumcised by faith and the uncircumcised through faith. We don't have time to unpack that now, but remember, when they were circumcised the old, in the Old Testament, it was a sign of a covenant of faith in God. Hello. Although it was an outward sign, circumcision, 
It was to remind them, remember, when the circumcision took place, it was 430 years before the law came. The law being the tutor to bring us to Christ. But from the days of Abraham, and we'll see that in Scripture, the Bible says, Jesus said, Abraham saw my day and rejoiced because God showed Abraham that the Israelites through godlessness would even go into captivity. He showed the future to Abraham because he knows the hearts of people. But he's always trying to woo us into a life of righteousness in him. Because God can't change family. He is love. He's not trying to love. He is love. Amen. We need to meditate on these things. God is not looking for an opportunity to let the devil give you one big smack. That's not his modus operandi at all. If anything, he wants you by the Word of God to silence the devil because of your righteousness which you have in him through Christ Jesus. Okay, got it? Do we then make void the law through faith? Watch the Bible. Certainly not. On the contrary, we establish the law by faith. Okay. So we access and live in the righteousness of God through Jesus Christ. And this is true for every single person. Now, if I want you to understand, and, and because of time, I can't go there now. Paul encourages us to stop staying as a little napios, a little baby that can't feed itself. He wants the Bible, God's objective is for the Word of God to bring us to a place of security in Christ where it doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't rock your faith. It doesn't move you. It doesn't cause you to be double-minded in any way. It is certainly not nice, but that's not what we're talking about now. We're talking about God wanting to bring us to a place of maturity in Christ where we never never waver and we are not double-minded in anything that the Word of God tells us and in our lifestyle in Christ we're never double-minded. Okay, so that's why I believe the Spirit of God is bringing us to understand the righteousness we are 
in God through Christ Jesus. Amen. So Jesus shed, Jesus' shed blood opens the door to God's righteousness. When we accept Jesus, we are made the righteousness of God. I know this is difficult to comprehend because we look at our lives and we say, oh my goodness, the furthest thing I feel is the righteousness of God. Well, that's very good because you're not supposed to feel it. You just are it. Can you see? This is where faith works, how it works. As I said, I'm not against any situation where you may be believing God for something in faith. Do that. But develop your faith to believe who God says you are in Him, who He says He is, and who Jesus said He is, and who the Holy Ghost is. Then you'll be getting close, or not close, you'll be very much in the truth, and that'll set you free from ritual and you'll get to a place that you'll know you don't have to justify yourself. I'm not talking about getting arrogant. You won't have to justify yourself. You'll just live by faith. Got it? Did you get it? Romans 1, 16 and 17. The just shall live by faith. We cannot access the kingdom of God outside of faith. It's just not going to happen. So when we enter, let me help you here with this righteousness. It actually means equity, but this might um, elaborate it a bit more for you. A justification. It's very important that we understand this. Justification. In the most basic context, just as though you had never sinned. Can you get that through your mind? Just as though you had never sinned. That's what God sees when He looks at you. He doesn't look for your mistakes. He looks at you as the bride of Christ. And the Spirit of God continues to unction you to come to the Word so that He can equip you to fulfill being the bride of Christ. Amen. Getting it. So, justification. Now, listen carefully, please. The right to possess the right of possession, that's what he's talking about, in character and ability to act exactly the same as your Father acts in heaven. Right there, I sense the unbelief shoot through the roof. Are you here, believer? 
This is truth. Out of this comes your house, your car, your job. When you understand you have this whole process is about God getting His character into you so you begin to act as He does. That's why forgiveness is so important. So He tells us in Mark 11, if you don't forgive, I can't forgive you. Because God works in reciprocal laws, seed time, harvest. That's how He made it. It's the great exchange. Forgive, you're forgiven. Love, you'll be loved. Now, He'll love you regardless whether you love Him or not. Are you getting this? So in character and the ability to act, as your heavenly Father. When I meditate on these truths, it's terribly intimidating because I can see my fault. But He looks at me through the blood. You see? Different league. Jesus taught the Beatitudes how many people have read the Beatitudes? I'm not trying to embarrass you. Well, if you don't read the Beatitudes and study the Beatitudes, you won't have an attitude to live in the kingdom. Beatitudes form one's attitude. Amen? Why? He taught it so that that becomes the foundation of application of His Word and His ways in our lives. It's that important. Watch this. He concludes Matthew 5 in verse 48 by saying the following. After we unpacking the righteousness of God. He, Jesus, finishes, He carries on teaching in verse 6 as well, but in verse 5, He concludes, now He didn't speak in chapters, obviously, but He concludes that section of teaching the multitude with the following. Scripture, 548. Therefore, you be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect. Let me say that three times. Therefore, talking to the multitude, not when they get to heaven. Therefore, you shall be perfect just as your Father in heaven is perfect. So you cannot reach this without consuming the Beatitudes, those truths of the Beatitudes. And they are very simple. They are things like, you are the salt of the earth. 
They are things like take the big pole out of your eye and the splinter out of your brother's. It's those kind of truths that he is talking about. But the word perfect speaks of being complete in the words application to our life, both in the mental realm as well as from a character place of morality. There should not be fornication in the church. We shouldn't be there. We cannot be there. We can't get divorced and say, the Lord showed me. That's the biggest lie from the pit of hell. Can you see what I'm saying? Because we have failed to grasp the righteousness of God in us and we have lived as mere babes in Christ sucking milk bottles. You take that baby's bottle away, it will scream. Come on, family, as a type, can you see it? So those Beatitudes form, remember we are the righteousness of Christ now. We've accepted of God in Christ. We've accepted Jesus. All of us that know Jesus as Lord and Saviour are washed in the blood, have confessed with our mouth and continue to serve Him. We are walking in the righteousness of God. But the outworking is what we are talking about. It will have a mental and a moral impact on our life. Or it should at the very least. So the Word and the blood through faith in God's Word facilitates, for want of a better word, God's demonstration of His righteousness in us. Did you get that? Come on, family. When you get these truths, you will not vacillate. God does not change. This is Him telling us where we stand with Him. Amen. So God looks at a sinner where we were. I mean, this, this is love in action. God looks at the sinner and what He wants to do is justify that sinner by reconciling him to himself. If you can work this out, the love of God. When I go down this road, I just think, oh God, this is like, oh. And that's why you need faith. And until the Word works you, you will have difficulty in processing that. But at least process it by faith. 
Think about that. God is wanting to demonstrate His righteousness through you and I. I mean, we haven't even seen Him yet. We've seen what He's made. And all of this, we can't influence other than our love for Him. That's the only thing we can give Him. Because our love will give Him our life. Or should. And He's looking for a way that He can completely, not looking, He's got the way, He just gets, needs to get us, our minds renewed to a place where He can nullify by the power of His Word the works of the devil. Because you know where the works of the devil start? Condemnation. Who are you? That's where it starts. Look what you've done. Look what you keep doing. So then we start to pull back from God and we try and make ourselves righteous by running old ladies across the road who don't even want to go there, but we just help them anyway. And then we feel better. Or we find a pop, poor person and give him 10 rand and we think that feels better. But it's worthless. Because in Christ, you and I are already the righteousness of God. So, God's righteous way of justifying sinners, making them in right standing with Himself, does not in any way compromise His absolute, pure, moral character. It's another one that really gets my attention. I cannot contaminate God because you hear people say, well, I've ruined God's reputation. You're not big enough, man. <laughs> Don't do it. It's for your disadvantage if you do. But you and I cannot in any way affect who God is because He is life. But out of His love, He invites us to come and partake of who He is. I think that is absolutely amazing. Doesn't matter what we have done. And He wants us to grow in that moral compass of purity to Him. Not because you say the right things or look holy, but you are holy. Holy is a lifestyle. It's not walking around with a dog collar. You got it? We can't reach God's standard of absolute moral perfection and be worthy of His glory. We can't do that. But 
He knew that. So that's why Jesus becomes such a vital part of our walk with God. That's why when people say, I also believe in God, that's not good enough. The Bible says, even the devils believe there is a God. This all becomes available to us through Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, let me close out. Did you get this, family? So don't ever let condemnation tell you who you are. And when you sin, because you will, repent. Get the blood on you. Amen. People in the Old Testament, you need to hear this. I'm just dropping it. I'm not going to unpack it. People in the Old Testament, under the law, God required them to walk by faith. Did you know that? Because the law was pointing as a tutor to how we couldn't be like Christ. Because everything in the Old Testament was pointing to the coming Messiah. And that's where their faith was, in the coming Messiah. Even now, the Jewish nation, under the Torah and the law, uh, that they still live, they're waiting for the coming Messiah. Even though we know from our point, our teachings, that He came. They deny that, many of them. But nevertheless, they're looking and they're putting their faith in a coming Messiah. So you need to realise that even in that environment, just as in the New Testament, faith in Jesus is the key. Okay. So I'm going to close out by saying John 8, 56. Your Father, and I touched on this in the beginning, but now I'm going to give you the Scripture. Your Father, Abraham, rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. That totally blew the people at the time. Let me read it again. Jesus speaking to them, he says, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, because Abraham was enlightened of the covenant and the coming Messiah. Remember, God cut the covenant with Abraham, the Abrahamic covenant. So we are called sons of Abraham. Jesus came out of the lineage of Abraham. Can you see? This is not religion. This is life. Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day, and he saw it. And was glad. So honouring God is believing in and loving Jesus Christ more than your life itself. Did you hear me, family? 
If you want to get God's attention, love His Son. If you want to get God's attention, respond obediently to the unction of the Holy Ghost, what He's heard from the Son. Because we are the body of Christ. Amen. So, we are the righteousness of God, whether people think so or not. So when you have your coffee and your chat afterwards, look at your brother and sister and say, my goodness, you really are the righteousness of God. <laughs> Amen. Come on, if you can't believe it, at least speak it. <laughs> but you'll get to believe it. You must believe this. It is extremely important that you have the potential in God, you may not have activated it, to walk as He walks. I read it to you. Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. God bless you.